How's everybody doing? Welcome to the show. My name is Chris. Nobody's watching yet, or if they are, they're on Twitter. You can't see who's watching on Twitter. It's fucking bizarre. 6th July, National Fried Chicken Day in Canada. Um, I fucked that up. I got Chinese food walk box for lunch. I had a pretty busy day at a lull in the action when the rain. It's raining like a fucking bastard out here in uh, Western Canada, specifically in Alberta. And uh, I got an opportunity to mow my lawn, so I did. Well, Jen made it home. Good. So the lawn is mowed. The dogs are all exhausted now. And uh, I didn't get my fried chicken. I might go get some fried chicken when this thing's a wrap. We have a very interesting topic tonight. Um, the Canadian Armed Forces is coming out with new dress rags. And I got to tell you, it's something that uh, that myself and Morgan, who, who will jump in, in a second, we haven't seen this before, and it's, well, let's just say it's going to get mixed reviews. I will endeavor to be centric. I will endeavor to be objective. Um, I am admittedly, first of all, I've been out of the Army for uh, like about 10 years now. And I obviously, at the time I joined, 1988, different time, I was taught by guys that some of them were out of the fucking Korean War, some of the senior guys, who were from a different time. However, things have progressed, progressed and evolved. Um, and I'm trying to try to balance that and try to get my head around that. And I am not entirely aligned with some of the things we're going to talk about but don't 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 skew what i'm okay do not skew and assume and make these extreme left right assumptions that people are making these days with any given topic that jumps into the media where I hate gay people or if you say this you know you're 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 uh you're you're too far to the left, you're too far to the right, fucking whatever. That, that's not what this is. I am going to speak from this, from my operational experience, from how I think that what we're going to talk about will impact Canadian Armed Forces. Yet I'm also going to flip it so that um, I can approach it from the other side. So I'm rambling now before we bring in Morgan. I want to thank my uh, my sponsor. I'll get to the rest of the sponsors at the end. I'm going to slow things down. Hey, if you guys are watching this on Canada, it was a fucking shit show. I was loaded, but we had a good time, so thank you for watching. Fire for Effect Live and Fire for Effect. I'm going to be recording a new one soon. Brought to you by DeanBlundell.com. Go to DeanBlundell.com. You're going to find a plethora of sports news and podcasts and, and, and blogs which uh, provides some interesting narratives on current events and things like that. So I want to thank the guys at uh, the Dean Blundell Network. Mostly Dean, Mr. Rook, and everybody else. Check it out. Let's bring in Morgan. The Blue Rocketeer. Going on, fellas? Well, we're it. Let's do we're it, yeah. Just like you said, you're going to endeavor to be Oh, fuck. Let's not get ahead, Jen. Slow down. Pump the yeah. brakes. I was going to say, just yeah. you're going to endeavor to be uh, centric. I'll I'm going to fucking try. Month, and uh, I will endeavor to be your uh, hardline uh, right winger. 
Uh, yeah, and that's okay. And maybe, and maybe I'll I'll spin it on its head a bit. We'll see. Um, but dive in. Let's get into it. National Fried Chicken Day. So everybody, uh, grab a drumstick. Order your favorite Popeyes, Church's chicken. We have uh, Northern Chicken here, Soul Fried Chicken. You think these fucking guys are sponsors? They are not. Um, and it seems like there's a fried chicken place popping up in this city every week, man. It really doesn't like fried chicken. Who doesn't like fried chicken? Um, fuck, I do. I love fried chicken. Not every day, but yeah, it's national. There's a national day for everything. <laughs> Go figure. Um, yeah. What else is going on? You're still in the army. You report in yet? In clearance? I, I actually had to return my paperwork yesterday because I got my uh, disclosure package back from DMCA. So like the career people in Ottawa. Oh, and don't bring that a, shit uh, up with Jen on. She's fucking lose her mind. She's still getting fucked around on hers. Yeah. So was I, it was it what what you wanted? No, it's it, it was kind of foolish. They sent me something, but like they haven't even read through my medical docs yet. So I had to actually they, they sent me a. a, a my disclosure package saying you're going to be released 5f but hey by the way uh, could you release our med doc could you could you give us access to your med docs so that we can actually like think why do about- you why do you have to give them access to your med i don't know no. but that's the way it works so they're going to look through my med docs and realize they're like whoa 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 this guy's a little bit more dinged up you know so 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 it's going to take some time for your fucking bullshit to uh yeah who knows and like dmed polls gonna have to get involved and I don't see it, you know, slowing down anytime soon, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So all that being said, you don't have a, a fucking COS. No, no. Oh, no. Or, or CBW, come back to work. No. <laughs> Whatever, man. No. They, they, I, 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 and it's funny because I go in and like, I'll have like some some captain who's administering me, and it's like it's a different one all the time. And do you have any questions, warrant officer? And I'm like, buddy, I said I got questions. I said, but I'm not going to ask him because you got no answers for me. <laughs> so, like, how come I haven't been working going on nine months? And then he's just like, uh, I'm like, yeah, exactly. I was like, so. you're, you're telling me that they're still releasing you under under five F. Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Wow. But then I, I, there's there's rumors going around now with the change in mandates. That a lot of these releases have been kind of put on hold right now. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, so that's more believable. I I, I see you hanging in limbo for some more time, but I I would fucking think that you'd be going back to work. But or they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They, they honestly no nobody knows what's going on. And like I said, every single unit is treating us differently. Like the fact that I haven't been to work in nine months. But then, you know, 500 meters down the street, like Strathcona's and, and, and the 3rd Battalion have been going to work. Yeah, which is just a boiling pot for redress. Um, yeah. It, it's going to be a absolute shit show. Yeah, it is. Probably for a long time. And, and I get it. There, were, there was a lack of clear direction. We've talked about this a million times on how I would have handled it um, under 126 NDA. But that's not what happened. So they reap what they sow, I guess. So hey, yeah, fuck it, whatever you. Hey, I'm still getting paid, right? Still getting paid, man. We're staying here. I can't believe it. How the fuck do they get up here? Like I know it's summer, and I leave my door open, but like I'm a, I'm, I'm upstairs in my bonus room. That's where I built the studio, and there's a fucking fly. It's driving me nuts. 
Anyway, it's irrelevant. Let's get into it. Let's dive into this shit. Um, so yesterday, the, the topic today, what we're going to get into, and it's it's a fucking it's a doozy, I'll tell you. And the link's down in the description below, okay? So what I'm giving you is excerpts from CTV News' article on, on this bit here. And it says, revised Canadian Armed Forces dress code allows for face tattoos, long hair, and beards. Okay, so there's your bit. There's your little sound bite or your bit. And it gets into the guts, and we'll dive into that in a second. That's the topic, that there's a revised dress policy that's coming out. As I understand it, I had a conversation with Jay Barry, a good friend of mine who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's in the know on a lot of stuff. And um, he indicated that it was driven by re recruiting numbers and retention. So the K Armed Forces is, has, has low recruiting and low retention numbers, meaning retention, meaning guys are getting out, they're not signing um, IPS or, or whatever engagement that they're they're on to and they're releasing from the military to seek alternative employment for whatever reason that might be i'm sure there was some fucking survey done to see you know what guys want and to stay in more pay was probably number one yeah. uh, doesn't matter this is one of their um efforts or initiatives and i'm not torpedoing it yet um, in, in an effort to to retain current members who who feel like they need face tattoos, long hair, and beards, or attract a broader band uh, of the Canadian population. So, first of all, before we get into that, understand that about zero point two percent of the population of Canada is what represents the current strength of the Canadian Armed Forces. It feels like 0.2 the last time I calculated. Either way, I can promise you it is far less than 1%. Okay, so it's a key number. So you can look at that two ways. That means there's only if a certain type of person that would join the military or the military is doing something wrong in order to attract a, a greater audience. Um, and I, I know we'll get into that. So... So Morgan, when you first saw this article, what was your uh, gut reaction? We'll, we'll come up uh, guns blazing. Well, I mean, first. initially I just kind of laughed out loud because I was like, this is like next level ridiculous. Uh, and my my reason for that thought is, like like you said, they're trying to uh, attract a like, broader band of Canadians to join the Canadian Armed Forces. I, I get it. You know, retention is in the shitter. Recruiting is even worse. Um, but my thoughts on the matter are like you're essentially trying to recruit people or you're trying to like open it up to people that aren't going to fucking join the army anyway. Like how many people, you know, with purple hair and face tattoos, engaged ears, wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, you know what I'm going to do this morning? I'm going to go down to the recruiting center. Maybe I'll join the infantry. Like, no, like, no, like you, you, it, it takes a special kind of person to want to join the military like, and then to join the army and then move over like combat trades like the infantry and the artillery and the armor corps and yes traditionally in canada it's been it's been white men or at least men at the very least you know and and the same thing can be said south of the border like in the, in the united states military like who's joining this like you know our, our, our men and that's that's just the, the, the long and short of it is and i don't think that i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think that 
that's just kind of to, to, to these jobs. It's, it's much like the, as a dude, and Chris, you probably agree with me on this. Like, like I got no desire to be a, a fucking nurse or a goddamn elementary school teacher. You know, it just doesn't appeal to me, you know? Um, and you look at some of those jobs and they're, they're predominantly, you know, uh, female dominated. And that's, that's the way of the world. Like men and women are interested in different things and, you know, and that's kind of it. I, I, I can't disagree with the demographic conversation yeah. right, right there. Like it, it's, people will fucking want to attack me for this, but it is, it's, it's not a fucking discussion. It's, it's a fact that predominantly the people that join the Canadian armed forces, but specifically combat arms trades, which we can speak to. I, I'm not Navy or was an air force. So I don't know, but I can pretty much guarantee it was predominantly white males. Yeah. Why is that? Fuck if I know. I don't know. It just was. And I'm not, I know all kinds of guys from different fucking backgrounds, different colors, creeds, religions, and all that great shit that were mm -hmm. in the military. But the, the bulk were, were this. And um, maybe this endeavor is, is to broaden broaden that horizon, which is fine. But obviously, we're going to uh, punch some holes in it. There's Tara. Thank you, young lady. Um, let's mon. So that's not it. Sorry, I'm running my own shit here. So there you go, in case you missed it. Again, the revised CA Canadian Armed Forces dress code allows for face tattoos, long hair, and beards. And again, I only have three slides because I hate these fucking slides. I like to talk about what I'm talking about. The whole article's there in the link below. You can read the whole thing, and there's other news agencies that have that have offered it up. But I've, I, I picked out a few key things and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on my soapbox pretty soon. I know Morgan's going to, you know, torpedo what I'm saying or support it. Yeah. There's a couple things. So this is the, the front end of this. And I'll read this out because we got people listening. Uh, the Canadian Armed Forces has released further details about what will and won't be allowed under its revised dress code expected to be enforced starting this fall. The new rules unveiled Tuesday morning allow for long nails... <laughs> Can you just give me a minute? Face tattoos and colored hair, among other changes. Here's a quote. The Canadian Forces dress instructions are about 50 years old, and so the policy has a whole as a whole was overdue for revision. Can't argue that. The appearance of the Canadian Armed Forces has not kept pace with Canadian society, which it serves. I'm going to come back to that. So just make a mental note of that line. I'll read it again. The Canadian appearance of the Canadian Armed Forces has not kept pace with the Canadian society with which it serves, the document reads. The updated dress code is slated to take effect from September. As was the case, commanders at all levels will be charged to ensuring personnel under their command are following the rules. Now, the Canadian, the appearance of the Canadian Armed Forces has not kept pace with Canadian society with which it serves. That 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 obviously jumped out at me. I'm going to tell you why. First of all, I just said that far less than one percent of Canadian society are current serving in the Canadian Armed Forces. And my second issue with that is members of the Canadian Armed Forces. Regardless of your trade, 
regardless of your element, whether you're land, sea, or air, regardless of your component regular reserve, are asked to go do what the bulk of Canadian society does not go do. Okay? Now, I'm speaking for Army. I'm speaking for combat arms mostly when I'm when I'm saying this. So I, I know that there's there's support elements and other trades that all feed the big mach machine, the big green machine, supported by you know air and sea. But the Canadian Armed Forces are do shit that Canadian society doesn't do. That's why less than one percent represent that. So. When you say to me, well, the Canadian Armed Forces doesn't represent, isn't keeping pace with what Canada is as far as societal appearance and shit, like fucking colored hair and a grenade pin jammed in your nose, corn tattooed on your cheek and long nails. Well, uh, no. So I have I take issue with that statement because it's it's never been reflective of that understanding that again recruiting and retention is the driver. So what what when you saw when you see that Morgan like what what's what, what are you fucking feeling when you read? Yeah, I know no, I'm, I, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's it's not about you know stupid face tattoo like how many people in canada you know have like crazy colored hair and face tattoo? like it's it's absolutely foolish like uh, no and exactly I, 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 like, I, I, we, we, we well, don't represent uh, we don't represent canadians canadians being canadian has nothing to do with the color of your fucking hair or the length of your fucking nails or whether well, you're I mean, fucking white I, black I, or anything I, I, it has to I do with our values go. so if if, if, our, if our entire military is all a bunch of white dudes as long as they represent canadian values well that's all that really matters well as long as they fucking go and okay so here's what the canadian military does for those of you that don't know the canadian military is an extension of political will and it is the practical application of foreign policy at its extreme yes okay that's what it is so when we went to Afghanistan, it's because our foreign policy said, these guys are fucking cunts. Go there, work with the, the government, the, rec the recognized as illegitimate or legitimate as it may be, to, to, to bolster them and train them and bring them up, and meanwhile, fight off the bad guys. That was the practical application of Canadian foreign policy. Okay? That's what the fucking military does. Um ways to get to that. I want to look at the second slide quickly here. Again, reading some shit. The ch uh, changes mean members can wear intermixed uniforms. That's 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 great. That'll go over well. As both the male and female catalogs are open to all members. So cross-dressing, I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm just, just saying facts. Stating the facts here. You can basically go on. Uh, is it still Logisticor or whatever the fuck? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Okay, so there's a website. So back in the day, okay, for us nine for people that are 100 years old, me and Morgan, you'd have to go to a place called Base Clothing and take your your fucked up shitty old uniform and then go exchange it for a new one. So they streamlined that, and made it web based, and you were given these 
Club Z points or whatever we called them back then. And you could exchange your equipment or you could order new stuff. Well, now you, you can fucking order whatever you want. So if I wanted to get a skirt, if I was still in and wear that, I, I'm allowed to. Here's another quote. The overall aim of the updated Canadian Forces dress instructions is to make the policy more inclusive and less prohibitive. There's a nice, really liberal left-wing word. And to allow CAF members increased freedom to make personal choices. I'm going to attack some of this shit right away regarding their appearance. Okay, these are, these are quotes. Now, before I come off, as some old ass right wing redneck fucking short hair white guy that is a relic <laughs> of the army. I that's am my that. job. <laughs> yeah, Morgan will cover that's that. my job. So when you talk about inclusive and individual expression, um, okay, I don't give a fuck what you wear. Let's let I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go left a bit because I'm going too far right. You're gonna attack me in a bit because I can argue this the other way. When, when I was over there running a five-man team, doing what we were doing in, in a high-threat IED environment, in a combat environment, I didn't give a fuck what color your hair was. I didn't care how long your hair was. I didn't give a shit what kind of tattoos you had. Um, all I cared about was, can you do your job? And will you take care of the person to your left and right? So, <laughs> now, that being said, this is with trained guys who've been around the block a little bit. I want to talk about basic training, how we bring in young recruits and turn them into turn them into that cohesive team. All right. So I understand if everybody here that that's scientifically inclined can understand that the human brain is not fully developed until twenty is very malleable, very subject to influence, which is why militaries across the world bring in people at 17, 18 years old. And they changed them. Now, if you saw that opening scene in Full Metal Jacket, movie from the 80s about the Vietnam War, um, the first scene is all these guys coming in, fucking hippies and whatever, all different people. Nose rings, earrings, big hair, short hair, didn't matter. This is an important scene in the movie. They all come in, and one by one, there's images of them all getting their head shaved. Okay? So during basic training, where am I going with this? Everybody has to have a haircut. Everybody's issued the same uniform. We take all of your individuality, all of your individual expression, and we put it in a little box, and we fucking put that over there. I know this personally because when I joined the military in 1980, 17 years old, I was a shy, um, been a physically big guy. I was, uh, I had self-esteem problems. And the minute I was part of that sausage mill and standing on that parade square of my platoon, all dressed identical, no matter if you were a big boisterous asshole down at the other end of the parade square or you were a guy like me or something in between, we were suddenly all the same. Okay? So I hope you get a picture of where I'm going with this. We were the same. And I went through that course, as did Morgan, and then instructed several ver variants of that course through my career. And the object or part of the objective was to break down and, and, and put that individuality over there 
to teach a bunch of civilians with all their own ideologies and beliefs and fucking individual thoughts and everything and turn them into a team. People who play professionals or amateur sports, anybody who's been in, involved in sports and this team, it has to be a team. If they succeeded, it was as a team. If they failed, it was a team. If they were punished, it was as a team. So if one guy fucked up, everybody was punished. If one guy did well, everybody was rewarded. Everything they did, every tasking, whether it was field craft, drill, whatever, to develop them into a cohesive team with one goal of that we function and work as a team. That is the fundamental basics of basic recruit training. And then you evolve through various trades training, depending on what you do. And especially in a combat arms unit, that theme carries forward. So when I see comments like that, leaving leaving the specifics of the dress rights out of it, I'm more worried or concerned initially, initially about the tone that we're placing individuality at the recruitment level above or cohesive unity in it in a fighting unit, if that makes sense. Are you still there, man? No audio, bro. Jump in, jump out. No one can hear you. Or is it me? Is it my internet? Am I good? Somebody on the Can you hear me now? No, I can hear you now. Okay. So okay, that's what my, I just that's said my was fucking ramble, man. Yeah. So here we go. So I think they're really losing sight of what's really important. And like, like I said, this is the Army point of view, you know. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure, the, you know, the Air Force and the Navy, this applies to them as well. Instead of worrying about what color your fucking hair is or who you're fucking, what they need to concentrate on is fighting and winning wars. All right? Like, they don't even want us to use the warrior anymore. Like, remember in Wayne, right, it used to say, like, you know, Western Area Training Center, we trained warriors here. Like, they removed that because it was too aggressive. Like, we had, like, when I was running snipers in the, uh, in uh, Gagetown, on our door, we had the old uh, sniper logo that had been there since 1997. You know, it said, like, without warning. So, in French, you know, sans remorse. You know, without warning, without conscience. And someone's like, ah, you got to take that sign down. And the boy's like, why? And they're like, ah, it's too aggressive. Yeah. I'm like, too aggressive? We're fucking snipers. Do you know what we do? We fucking hunt down and fucking kill human beings. Like, just saying. Like, how is that too aggressive? Do you know what we well, did? It's, it's like when when the, when the shoot to kill program became shoot to live. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't I, want to use the word kill, but that's pretty much what you're doing. I get it, but that I mean that's just it's always been that way, and, and you can argue that fucking old guys like us are are are, are lack. The progressive behavior that they're looking for, I, I don't know, man. I mean, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But let's 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 look at this from saying, you know, I'll use this term loosely, like our, I don't know, if an enemy might be fucking too strong of a fucking word for all these fucking politically correct, fucks, but uh, we'll say the Russians, you know, who are not our best friends right now. Um, do you think they're worried about political correctness and, and, and fucking shit like that? No, they're probably not. Their idea of, of, of sensitivity training is like thrust kicking each other in the chest so that they can win a fucking war so they can harden the fuck up. This is why if we keep going down this road, the, the Russians will come over to Poland and we're going to get fucking rolled up like yesterday's garbage. 
Well, because and, we're not focused on winning fucking wars. And, and I said that as well. I said a lot of the shit. And Chris Parsons, World War Two. No, a lot of the shit I've been reading or hearing because again, I'm not in the military, and this is merely an opinion. It's not. I'm not speaking on behalf of fuck. Is that the there's a lack of focus? All these neat ideas and shit start surfacing. Um, all these social ideas, you know, to, to quote unquote improve the military, start surfacing. When we're fucking actively engaged in combat operations between what 2003 and 2012 ish before drawdown, or balls out in the 90s, which was a whole other problem, um, decade of darkness and stuff. There was there was far less uh, attention or, or focus or, or 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 obsession with tackling social issues because um, uh, apparently our internet connection fucking sucks. Well, it is what it is, Jen. Sorry, I can't fix it. Maybe it's you. Uh, there was less attention because we were very operationally focused. It was it was very simple. If you were in a deployable unit or a support element, you went through basically three phases. You went through high readiness training, which you were getting ready to go overseas to fucking support the effort. You were then deployed and were doing the business at the other end. And when you came back, you were in reconstitution, which means resorting out your fucking life, maybe some career courses, which normally led back to high readiness. Right. So that's operational focus like that was what the military was, you know, at, at like the peak of my career. And since then, we haven't had a lot of shit happening. And I understand that, um, you know, they want to, in the interest of recruiting and retention as, as the, 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 the social demographic of Canada that we need to reflect our members of the Canadian Armed Forces, the Canadian Armed Forces as a whole needs to reflect. Has um, you know evolved? What are you playing? Fucking Boom Beach or some shit over there or what? No, just checking the time actually. So I mean that's where we're at. So I'm gonna bring up the last slide. But she, you know, Jen says idle hands of the devil's work workshop. Too many idea fairies looking for leading change. Well, that's true too. So. The last slide, let's bring it up. And again, I encourage everybody watching to read the entire article. Um, it, it'll be interesting how this evolves. And it reads this and it, it culminates with a, uh, a, a YouTube, sorry, a Twitter video from the Chief of Defense Staff. It says this. We've heard we did a survey that the existing dress instructions were not inclusive. Um, okay. And do not allow our members to represent their authentic selves while in Oh, my God. Jesus. Major General Lise Bourgeon, acting chief of military CMP. So I, I'm going to fucking not say anything. Like, I, I, I don't know. 
I, I fuck man. There's no scenario where I, I can agree with this. Uh, yeah, because you can't because of, because of the way I am. And again, do not anybody ever take this is that I don't like this group or like your individual thoughts and freedoms. And I'm trying. I, we want everyone to be fucking robots. But are you telling me that? The membership maybe maybe it's true maybe there's surveys going around i'd have to check with current serving members and if any of them are fucking watching please speak up or or text me or, or email me or whatever the fuck after you hear this because i just can't feel that the bulk of the military guys i know which again yes are mostly old school right-wing guys because i'm 51 years old and my peer group are all like me and I don't. I'm not in touch with the the younger, uh, gentler, more me generation. But to say that we've heard from members and the existing direction structures are not inclusive, which I guess that means, I don't know what that means. And I'm not going to fucking speculate because it'll get used against me. But do not allow our do not allow our members to represent their authentic selves while in uniform. Okay, here's Chris DeLouis straight up. Take your authentic self and fuck off and go be that after work. But what nice and in uniform are going to be what you be in, in this fucking unit or the CAF. That's what I would have said if I was still wearing a uniform and I was still a warrant officer standing on a parade square. Like, fuck, man. Um, okay, that's about as far right as I'm going to go tonight. That's from the... From General Lise Bourgeon, acting chief of uh, military personnel. And apparently all the fucking troops want to be their authentic selves. I'll stop now. The Canadian Force Stress Instruction, this is on Twitter, are being updated. The revisions will honor the diversity of all members by removing barriers related to choice of clothing and other aspects of professional appearance in uniform. I can't really... Uh, keep pace with that one either so I'll, I'll leave it be i'm not the cds i'm not currently in the military um i gave you my bit on the importance of uniformity and the importance of a lot you know individuality being put away while, while you're doing that i've also flipped the script and said you know the guys that i had overseas with me which were senior guys and had gone through the loops uh jumped through the hoops that i've been through you know evolved into members that could could manage both they could manage their individual thoughts and opinions we've all been in units where uh you know where where there's always in you know personalities and i understand that but they had a common fucking background and my fear is that this the direction this looks like it's leading is that right out of the gate brand new recruits are that we're going to put their their uh fucking freedom of expression and individuality and right to be their inner selves or whatever it says ahead of the need to be a cohesive functional team uh, morgan's back in and out Maybe we're having shitty internet issues so fuck that's that's my uh yeah that's that's enough for me christy thank god for a very opinion i'm going to distract the audience who thinks i'm some redneck fucking asshole who hates uh a bunch of letters out of the alphabet be an individual yeah. when you are not in uniform being an individual is not going to stop someone from shooting you in battle. Well, that's a great point. So that's yeah. kind of where we're at here. I mean, I got, yeah. I got an interesting way of looking at it, Chris. 
Go and ahead, I, man. And I actually I, said this I'm to the talking. fucking Cap Chief, like when he was in Gagetown, I think it was like 2019, and I was his like attache and had to drag him around and introduce him to people and shit like that. And uh, like I said, there's there's no like there's no way from an infantry, from an combat arms point of view, like there's no way to church up living in a dirt hole and being miserable and wet and cold, eat shit food, right? You know, like some people just don't want to do that. Who knew, right? And uh, at the time, they were focusing on, you know, recruiting more women. Uh, so there was myself, the calf chief, and uh, we had a driver who was a female MSC op, who I knew and fabulous, fantastic soldier. And uh, so we're talking, and he's like, uh, you know, looking to me like, like I got, like I got answers about how to recruit more, uh, more women. And I was just like, I kind of laughed at him, and I was like. So I was like, you know why I was like, women don't want to join the army or more over like combat trades. And he's like, all ears. He's like, why? I was like, cause they're not fucking interested. I was like, cause it's a shit job. I was like, and most women don't want to do it. Some do, but by and large, most of them simply don't want to. I was like, yeah, by trying to like push it. They're smarter than us and don't do shit like that. They pick no, fucking trades yeah, where you don't. I was like, do and by trying. But, you know, by, by, by pushing this narrative of, like, we need more women in the military, essentially what you're saying, like, it's like next level ignorant. It's like, it's like, you know what you like, ladies? You don't know what you like. I'll tell you what you like. And you, you like the army and you want to join the army. No, women aren't joining the goddamn army because women are smart enough to realize, ah, this doesn't appeal to me. And I, I think that's the long and short. You know, and there's, there's women that if they want to join, fucking welcome aboard. And then he made another point of talking about like equality and my female driver at the time just gunned him down. And she's like, as long, she goes, I will never be equal to one of my parents. And uh, like full disclosure, this, this, she was a corporal. She'd probably been in for about mm, maybe 13 years ish. And she was fitter than me. She, I know her, I knew her personally. She could outrun me and. And she had better bench press than I was uh, XRCR and he remustered. He was a Perry staff. So like he was, he was a pretty fit guy and he, and he raised a daughter. That was a, a psycho and it was crazy fit. And the calf chief was intrigued. He's like, well, why do you figure? He, she's like, because, and the good warrant officer here, she goes, got hair and dirt. She's like, so even if I am fitter than him, she goes, everybody's just going to assume that I got, had an easier go to get where I am today than he did. Because yeah. I got here, my mile time didn't have to be as fast. I didn't have to do as many push-ups i didn't have to do half as what i had so she's like until there's yeah. one standard she's like we will never be equal <laughs> and i was like oh i was like mm -hmm. uh good answer to her corporal point. that's a fair point um and and and, and, and this again. was this woman a, a soldier who was you know uh she was I, i'll admit it she was fitter than i was i know she was i know her personally she was no, an I'll absolute i'll tell you machine. what for me, this is not about so. So everybody's clear here. Who's either watching now, listening tomorrow, because I fucking went off, and I back what I said because I I I have the fucking credibility to back what I said. First of yeah. all, this is not about gender, not about sexual orientation, no. not about whether you want fingernails or fucking purple hair or whatever. What it's about is messaging that, to me, messaging in the form, this is just first step or the third step, okay, is that the system is steering towards promoting 
individuality and freedom of expression, all lovely things for you fucking civvies out there. Um, the other 98.99% of the fucking country. Um, but that is not how I've trained or believe you should train people at the, at the junior levels, at the recruit levels. I just don't fucking believe that. I never will. There's no way you're ever going to sell me on that. I believe in cohesion. No. I believe in team building. I believe in all the shit we used to do on basic training and should do to this day because of taking yeah. those same guys into war zones. And I know for a fact that when the fucking metal starts flying through the air and you get confused, you will instinctively respond to a word of command because you were fucking trained that way. Yeah. And the minute you're pushing all this individuality and your true self and, 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 and I'm not even going to use any fucking words that might piss somebody off when you push those principles ahead of cohesive the cohesion and unity that i'm talking about and i'm probably not articulating this as, be as best as i should you know that senior members of the km forces that are still out there that are generals and shit will say that fucking guy doesn't know what he's talking about and that's fine i'm merely offering my opinion sure my experience and what i used to do and was very successful. It's battle proven. Cut and dried. In that way from 1980 on, I then executed that training in peacetime, and then I delivered that training, pre-deployment training to go to fucking war more than once, and actually did it and brought everybody home. So how the fuck are you going to tell me otherwise you can't yeah so it, again it's not the it's it's not the new dress manual it's the thought process process behind it that i'm afraid of um yeah it's an rsm's nightmare where fucking everybody's cross-dressing out there hair and face tattoos and shit that does not look like a military to me that's the old redneck fucking uniformity that i like and i'll never not like that fine yeah. It is the thought process of that we want you to be the your true self. Fuck, man. Tell me how that's going to fucking work in combat. Because I tell you, it's yeah. not, if this more worry about his true self and his individual rights and freedoms versus the guy to the right or left of him who he's responsible for, because everybody's the same, we're going to have a problem. Um, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will leave it there. I don't want to say any more because fuck man it's 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 it could get controversial yeah. but like you said the I army's know. always been about fucking equality you know what shit, you're all the motherfucking same like yeah it's you know that's one thing that was always awesome about the army like nobody really we didn't care like i don't know come to me infantry anyway we didn't care what the color of your skin was we didn't give a shit who you were fucking nobody cared are you a good nope. soldier are you good at your job that was you all that ever mattered job all that matters like when when, when civilians if watch we made fun of somebody ridiculed is because they were shitty at the job exactly that's it 100 percent. it's like you suck guys guys that civilians that, that look at us you know how it is like oh, you army guys you can spot an army guy right a mile away the way he talks the way he or she carries yep. themselves the way they speak the way they look the way they act i'm like yeah i'm proud of that you know how we got there commonality not individuality yeah. 
And, um, I mean, to go one step further, we all had guys in our unit, like, it was like, and he was like, you know, you know, middle-aged white guy, and he was, you know, a gym rat, and he was jacked, and, you know, he, lo yeah. he looked like the perfect soldier, but guys like me and you, who didn't necessarily look like the perfect soldier, we made, every time we went to the field, he's broken. Every time we went somewhere, he couldn't eat his proper amount of fucking protein, he fucking fell apart. You know what I mean? Because he oh, was shitty fuck, at I saw that in Afghanistan, man. I saw these fucking big, badass monkeys go outside the fucking gate. Yep. Fell apart. I'm, I'm living off, literally, I swear to God, coffee and nicotine, which is my yeah. daily breakfast, by the way. I might have bacon and eggs a couple times a week. And I'm good to go. And these guys, yeah. because they don't have their fucking whey protein, that carry the other, yeah. whatever the fuck, they, they're going down like bags of farmers. So you're yeah. right. Those visual perceptions are not the ac accurate truth. And that, and that was it. And even like I said, you, I mean, you joined in 88. I joined in 99. And everything was, it was all performance-based. Like, if somebody got ridiculed, if somebody got shit on, if somebody got jacked up, it was because they were not performing. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. The only thing that matters was your fucking performance. That was and it. And I think we're saying the same thing. I'm not, I don't, the, the new drill to me, is it's not the fucking bullshit. Like, it's easy to pick on all that stuff that's in it. To me, it's the message behind it. it I'm like, I yeah. think it's going to fucking cripple the, the the evolution of, of, of a brand new recruit who did not get thrown in the same so fucking melting pot as everybody yeah. else and prove their okay i'll use it individual worth for the collective team yeah if you start off with well it's okay if you got long nails and you paint them purple and your yeah. fucking hair is red and that guy's wearing a skirt for some reason because he's airing out his nuts or whatever. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. It's That's a, like uh, you, you, it's you a, mentioned Full Metal Jacket. I think it was like one of it was a similar opening scene from uh, from Jarhead when the when the yeah, drill yeah. in Paris Island. He's like he's like you are not black, you are not white, you are not yellow, you are all green, right? Absolutely, man. We don't give up. Fuck. We don't give a what? fuck. I don't care if you were a lawyer or a criminal. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, at the, red. At the end you of the day, all, we're all here and we're all wearing the same uniform. What, what was the uh, same, you know, to do the same job, the same purpose, same goal. Said the same thing. Don't care about this, this, and this. You are all equally worthless. Yes, you, prove you are all equally worthless. Yeah, equally worthless. Yeah. Fucking become that. That's that's. Yeah. And right, that's the old guy who's not in, and people yeah. can shit on that, and I don't care. It's fine. I'm offering an opinion, but that opinion is also based on fucking real experience. So I'm going to park it there because we're going in circles, man. Yeah, we are. You get last rounds. Me? Yeah, fucking, I, I better shut the fuck last up. Last rounds. I mean. Last rounds. You're it's, still serving, man. You you got to deal with it. I, I, I am, and I, I think we're kind of like, I mean, you're we're, not. We're, out I think we're yet. kind of watching like the decline of 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 the military of like Western militaries. We're focusing on the wrong thing here. You know, you got the you, you know you've got the Russians who are worried about you know essentially waging war, and we're over here worrying about what color your hair is. Like that's not what yeah. the military should be should be should be concerned with. I mean, okay, well, let's talk about that briefly. Like, if you're fucking, so I'm not happy that NATO's not all in on this. But if you're afraid of this fucking asshole with a red button, fuck him. You got a red button too. 
if you just let him keep bullying countries, do you think he's going to be done with the Ukraine? No, he's going to no. keep going. And even if he concedes this chunk he's got in the East, four years from now, because we just relived this shit the first time in 2014, he's going to go again. So at some point, NATO has got to fucking put on its big boy skirt, depending on which fucking which set of dress regs they're following. Big boy skirt, yeah. And fucking and, and nut up and do something, right? That's another conversation for another day. It really is. It really is. All right, let's wrap this shit up. I've said enough. All right. I think. Okay, man. Hang tight. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Try to try to pay attention to what was said. Try to um, understand my perspective. I know it's easy to look at a guy wearing camouflage. It's a white dude with a red neck and a f drives a truck, lives in Alberta as an ex-army guy and, and, and create your, your assumptions, but you're wrong. Again, it's not the context of, of, of the manual and how different and weird everybody's going to look. My, my, my issues are most definitely with promoting individualism right out of the gate, right with the person off, uh, off what we call civvy street prior to them joining the military in an effort to improve retention and recruiting. I think that's the wrong approach. Um, I hope, I hope I am proven wrong and I hope that the next conflict, serious conflict of operations that we enter into that the men and women that serve today and tomorrow go forth and kick fucking ass and make Canada proud and do well. So that's fucking me. That's a wrap. I want to give it a shout out to my sponsors. Once again, Fire for Effect, Fire for Effect Live brought to you by DeanBlundell.com. Check out DeanBlundell.com. Positive Mike's Brewing Company. Mike makes wicked beer. Uh, I got a bunch of empties for him. I got to give back so I can get some more beer. Also brought to you by Mr. Hooper Inc., your alternative source to conventional medicine. Bryce is the man for that. And last but not least, my good people um, up at Lakeside Farmstead, if you're looking for authentic kick-ass, wicked, no bullshit, Alberta beef, Wagyu cross beef, and dairy products. Check those guys out. So thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We will see you guys uh, in seven days' time. And hopefully, um, hopefully, hopefully, and, and what kind of crazy fucking content we got back then. Or, sorry, what kind of crazy content we have then. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your night. And remember, it is National Fried Chicken Day, so get yourself a bucket.